the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt podcast, bringing to you the best voices on the stories and issues that matter. Helping make it all possible is the generous partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. Here's another piece I'll trust you enjoy. Congressman Jim Jordan, our 4th Congressional District Representative and the ranking member of the House Judiciary Committee. Congressman, welcome back. Hope you had a great weekend. I did, Bob. Hope you did as well. Good to be with you. Good to be with you, as always. So I'm just uh, stunned by this admission. I've been talking this morning, and I'm sure you have been uh, paying attention to this as well. The number of emergencies that the left is trying to declare in order to essentially, you know, expand power, and that's all this is, declaring emergencies on climate, declaring emergencies on monkeypox, declaring emergencies on COVID and the new variant or subvariant. I was blown away by this admission on Friday from Dr. Deborah Burks. Dr. Burks is kind of like if, if Fauci was Dr. Science, as he declared, she was like, you know, the assistant Dr. Science, director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases. And she had admitted this on Friday. Knew these vaccines were not going to protect against infection. And I think we overplayed the vaccines. I knew these vaccines were not going to protect against infection. And we overplayed these vaccines. Let's marry that clip to this one from the press secretary, Corinne Jean-Pierre, who says... This is, uh, you know, everyone was, at some point, everyone's going to get COVID. Congressman Jordan, if the doctors who were responsible for this knew that this was not an actual vaccine that would inoculate you against infection... If the government, uh, like yep. Karine Jean-Pierre speaking for the president, says everyone's going to get COVID, then how on earth can they justify the ongoing mandates that exist for federal employees, military personnel, and obviously yeah, even exactly contracted right. employees who are working for the government in some capacity? How do they justify a mandate? Well, they can. And, and go tell that last line that, that the, the, the press uh, secretary for the president said, go tell that to the hundreds of airline pilots in our military or fighter pilots and, and other personnel in our military who have been, who've been forced to leave. That, that is just ridiculous. But remember, it was six weeks ago. I asked uh, Ms. Burks, Dr. Burks, in a hearing, I asked her, I said, when the government told us that the vaccinated couldn't get the virus, were they guessing or lying? And her answer then was, I don't know. Now she says over this week, she says, we knew. So why didn't she tell me under oath? If she knew, why didn't she tell me that then when I asked her the question? Um, so this is um, this is our government. And it, 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 it's frightening that they've misled us on this and, and who knows what else uh, uh, as well. Well, you know, that's the key there. The key word, of course, is misled. It's not like that. You know, we really thought this was going to work and we were just wrong. Now we got to recalibrate with new information. She's admitting she knew from the start that this was not going to prevent infection. But yet that's where there are videos. You've probably seen them and heard them countless numbers of times that Joe Biden said, if you get these shots, you won't get infected. Dr. Fauci, if you get these shots, you will not get infected. Uh, Rochelle Walensky at the CDC, if you get. So they've said it over and over and over again. So they were, that means they were knowingly lying. They they were literally trying to mislead the American people. And I, I don't know what repercussions or consequences that can come from that. There ought to be something because this is this is extraordinary, the impact it's had on millions and millions of Americans' lives, these lives. Well, 
we should we should pass legislation that says that, that the military that they, they should be able to kick people out of the military for for not getting the vaccine. But understand, it wasn't just the vaccine that they misled us on. Remember, they said this thing wasn't gain of function research. They said it didn't come from the lab in, in Wuhan, China. It sure looks like it did. They, they said it wasn't our tax money that was used to finance. It sure looks like it was. They told us that the vaccinated couldn't get it. The vaccinated couldn't transmit it. They, they, they told us all kinds of things that they told us. They told us masks worked, and they said they didn't, and they said they did. Then the one mask, two masks, three masks, no masks. I mean, it's, they've been all over the place. So, and yet they were the, they, these were the same people who were going to set up the government, uh, the disinformation governance board. I mean, like, you got to, you, you would laugh if this wasn't so serious. So, this is what drives Americans crazy. And frankly, why I think, in, in addition to all the bad policy things they've done intentionally on the border and on inflation, on energy and everything else, this is why this mis, misleading and misinforming the American people is why. Um, 90% of the country thinks we're headed on the wrong track. And why I think, as we've talked about many times before, that there's going to be a big change in the midterm elections. Yeah, and we'll come back to that in a moment here. Last thing on this health situation, again, it's a, it's a blatant power grab. Um, there were, as of Friday, according to the CDC, 2,891 confirmed cases of monkeypox. Doesn't matter. That's it. By the way, that's 2,800 out of a population of 330, 340 million people, just to throw that out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's a disease, exactly. by the way, that is spread, according to the doctors, uh, primarily by homosexual contact among gay and bisexual men. And yet yeah. the the director of the World Health Organization has declared that this is an emergency, a global emergency. Uh, now, I don't know about you, but I, I think something that is limited specifically to a very, very tiny demographic of the population, and it takes some extraordinary actions between them to get this and then to spread it. I don't know that I see a global emergency here. What I do see is another uh, attempt to, again, uh, regulate people's lives. Your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, I don't put a lot of stock in with some of these this, these, these organizations. This is the same World Health Organization that you know shield for uh, China, uh, let China lie to us and everything else. I think Americans, you know, take it for what it is. Uh, my concern, well, you know, what's next? Are they going to, they going to, you know, um, say because of this we have to take some sort of kind of action? That, that, I mean, who knows? But well, yeah, I, I it, it is. That, that's, the is- that's the fear. That's the fear. You and I talked about this back in May. You and I talked about this, how uh, the Biden administration not only signed on, but actually proposed amendments to the WHO that would give full power to the WHO uh, leader, Tedros. I don't even yep, try to say his last right. name. Right. You remember that? Yeah. In, to, to declare yeah. in, yeah, in right. other countries, in member nations who are part of the WHO, what they should do in response to a global emergency if they themselves <laughs> declare it. And so yeah, here we sit. What are they going to tell us to do? Yeah, just what we want this 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 international body you know, having more more influence. Holy cow! So uh, who knows what they'll try? The, the, here's the good news, though, Bob. Um, the country's not going to stand for it. But they were like, we are so fed up with all the. They're just the the, the good people. Of this great country aren't going to stand for it. And that's 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 what I take consolation in. And uh, and and I just I just I just don't see it happening. Congressman, several weeks ago, we're talking to Congressman Jim Jordan, the ranking member of the House Judiciary Committee. Several weeks ago, a sitting justice on the Supreme Court of the United States, Brett Kavanaugh, mm-hmm. um, the, uh, was was uh, there was an attempt on his life. There was an attempted murder. Literally, the individual who uh, went to his home 
He is now facing attempted murder charges. Um, just uh, a couple of days ago, a sitting member of the United States House of Representatives and a candidate for governor of the state of New York, yep. there was an attempt on his life. A, a nut with a blade, an edged weapon, jumped up onto his platform, declared, you're done, and tried to stab him before he was tackled. First of all, um, most Americans have no idea who it is because the mainstream media is not covering it. I want you to talk about that fact. Second of all, is it open season on conservatives? When will the leftists in power do or say something to stop this insanity of, we don't agree with you, we can't defeat your ideas, so we're going to try to kill you? Yeah. Um, well, first thing, it, it, Lee is a good man. He's a colleague of mine and, and, and just a, a great member of Congress, and I hope he's going to be the next uh, governor of New York, and it was. Uh, I'm I'm so happy that he's safe. Uh, and then, frankly, I, I think another thing that's real important, and I made this on a show over the weekend. At this point, is that after that attack, uh, that attempt on his life <clears throat> happened, um, Lee Zeldin got back up and finished his remarks. Once they dealt with this this crazy guy, he got back up. That that shows the kind of leader he is. But you're right, the left, the um, the left seems to. You know, you and I have condemned violence every time it happened. We say this all the time. We condemned it when it happened on January 6th. We condemned it when it happened in the summer of 2020 all over this country in so many urban uh, areas. And, and we, we condemn it when it, when it was uh, the crazy guy who went after uh, uh, Justice Kavanaugh and, of course, this, this past weekend after um, Congressman Zeldin. It would be nice if the left did the same. But remember what Nancy Pelosi did when, when there was the assassination attempt on Justice Kavanaugh four weeks before that. Four weeks before that, there had been a bill passed the Senate which would give added protection to justices' families, and she held it up. And during that time, during that four weeks, is when the assassination attempt happened, and finally they passed the legislation. So that that, that I think just exemplifies the the sort of cavalier attitude the left has towards this. And in some ways, when you think about what Chuck Schumer said on the steps of the United States Supreme Court, yeah. Um, it's scary because it seems like it may encourage these crazy people. So um, that's a concern. Let's hope that the uh, the folks on the left will actually understand how serious this is and begin to condemn it uh, across the board like you and I have but it's not even it's not even making its way to the television screens you we we would be in 24/7 coverage if oh. a maga if a maga hat wearer went after Elena Kagan or Sonia Sotomayor or god forbid anybody on the court yep. with that you know 24/7 yep. coverage and if this was if if Lee Zeldin was a liberal democrat who was a you know a pro abortionist and so forth again was attacked by a maga hat wearing pro lifer try, trying to uh, stab uh, him to death uh, again that's what it would be but it's almost seems like they don't care enough to cover it. Ah, it's only Steve Scalise who got shot. Ah, it's only Brett yeah, Kavanaugh. I... It's only Lee Zeldin. It, it, and, and it's just, it happens far too many times. Congressman, let me ask you directly. You've got to be a target. You are one of the most vocal, one of the most effective conservative members of Congress. You are a pain in their rear. You get attacked on a routine basis online like nobody else. I mean, I, I would have to think, man, they stabbed Lee Zeldin, or tried to stab Lee Zeldin, I mean, how, how do you go through your day? Do you, do, do you, are you concerned about these kind of things since it seems to be happening only to conservatives? Well, I, I, to be honest with you, Bob, I, I, I just – we don't talk about it. Uh, I, 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 our office doesn't. We, we, um, we think it's best off if you don't bring it up. Uh, on, uh, you, you know, we just, we, just, we just don't do it. And then we, we take into, um, into account all that, and we, we take the proper measures to, uh, to give security that I think is – is needed for um, that we think is needed. Um, 
So uh, that that's sort of the attitude we've taken. We well, just, I'm, we I'm just sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry I brought it up. up then. Yeah, I didn't no, really that's put fine. you in no, the spot. I, I, worry, but I worry about I worry about you, and I worry about well, people like you that. because of the. Talk, I mean, what they're doing is unhinged. Okay, um, you know, it's yeah. the kind of thing again. If this was being done by by anybody else, they you know by somebody on the right to somebody on the left, they would be calling them white supremacists. You know, domestic terrorists. Oh, uh, yeah. You know, they were, you know not they, uh, fascists. All of this stuff would be going on and. And in fact, it's coming the other way around, and they're targeting only conservatives. So I think about people like you, and I worry about you. So I'm I'm glad well, you guys don't talk that. about it. But you know, I, I, I'm I'm sure you got measures in place. But man, this is just nuts. Um, what else is nuts is uh, uh, the president of the United States from his uh, COVID um, uh, quarantine, if you will. Um, Taking a victory lap again every time I turn on uh, Twitter and, and and I see uh, the the president tweeting it's sixty four cents it's fallen sixty four cents in the last thirty four days they're celebrating gas that is four dollars uh, and forty cents a gallon on average because it's not five dollars on average anymore uh, how do you take a victory lap for falling gas prices after you denied that rising gas prices were in your control yeah. I mean, this is Joe Biden. They're trying to redefine what a recession is. If you see, if you see this, uh, this, that was the next White question. House you got today. it. They're trying to redefine that. They they will say the craziest things. Nothing makes sense from these people. And and frankly, uh, they have nothing else to talk about. So they're going to talk about when when gas prices go down a little bit. They're going to take credit for that and talk about that. And they're going to talk about January sixth because. They can't, as we've said before, they can't talk about the border. They can't talk about energy overall. They can't talk about a 41-year high inflation rate. They can't talk about what they're doing to our First, Second, and Fourth Amendment liberties. They can't talk about uh, foreign policy because that's been a debacle. So they got nothing else. Oh, the, the price of gas went down a few cents. God bless America, they say. So, um, yeah, this is the left. But, uh, again, I, I always come back to the point that the American people – are smart people. They have common sense. They know what's going on. There's a reason nine out of ten of our fellow citizens think the country's on the wrong track because they know instinctively that it is. And they are, I think, going to make a, a real change uh, in this, uh, this year's uh, midterm election. Um, we have to throw in Alan Ayer, or Ayer, I'm not sure how to say his name. Senior State Department Foreign Service Officer Alan Ayer tweeted on Friday, as they were celebrating the uh, as Biden continued to celebrate a few cents less uh, per gallon and claiming how this is such a great thing for Americans, uh, senior State Department Foreign Service Officer Alan Ayer quote I prefer high gas prices equals less driving equals less CO two. That's the quiet part, yeah, Lord. Isn't it? That's the quiet part. Yeah, sure That's is. a Biden official uh, or uh, administration official saying I prefer high gas prices because it's going to force people like Pete Booty Judge says into EVs or or alternative energy. And, and this is that that attitude is what ticks me off more than anything else because though that, that those statements typically come from people who live in New York, Philadelphia, Boston, D.C., Sam, where they can Uber and taxi or have their own private little limo driver, whatever they have, or government driver, and then out here in God's country where you have a pickup truck because you got to drive to the farm or drive to the construction site or drive to the, to the manufacturing plant, or, or you're a trucker who's hauling goods for those people who live in those fancy places and take the Uber all the time. That is what they don't get, and that, that attitude, that, that, that derision they have for us regular folk who live out here in hillbilly land, as they like to think, that just ticks me off. Cause, and I tell you what, though, the American people are so fed up with that arrogant attitude that Al Gore and John Kerry and these people have, they're, they're going to push back again in a big way. Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review. 
Our program is coming today in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. It's America's most unique graduate leadership programs offered on Pepperdine's breathtaking campus in Malibu, California. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. If you're enjoying the podcast, please tell a friend to go to Town Hall Review and sign up as well today. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.